Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. The title of the message today is Fathers, You Get It. You Get It. I'm going to do two, three things today. I want to, first of all, to really explain that God really holds and has put me in special. I mean, Fathers, you are special. You are special, special, special. And just because it's a Father's Day message, that doesn't mean that teenagers, it, uh, the, the young adults, the singles, the single parents, it's not a message for you because anything that comes from this Word of God, the Holy Spirit will speak what you need to know. He's not going to have you come on Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, in, in a day, that's a special day, and you don't get anything, you are going to learn something today, and you will get encouraged today. But the message is for Father. So I want to let you know how special you are. Second, what I want to do is to let you know that you you, you got this thing, Father, you got this thing, but I want to tell you why you have it. And then I'll end up by saying, what am I talking about? about you got this thing. What is this thing? What do I have? You know, the video showed you some things about uh, fathers encouraging their children. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That, he, that each, each, each one of those fathers, they, they were encouraging their, their uh, sons and daughters, they have this thing. They can do it, in other words. They, 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 they can do this thing. Well, I want to encourage the fathers that you, you can do this thing. You can do the God thing, whatever God has called you to do, you can do it. How can you really encourage someone else and give them confidence that they got it if you don't have confidence that you have it? So that's what I want to do. Those are the three things. Let's start off by number one. Number one on in Genesis. Let's go there because I think that's always the beginning. Let's go to Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-two. Fathers are special to God. They are special. They are really, really special. One person told me this morning, earlier this morning, that, well, you didn't do a donut thing for the Mother's Day. I said, that's because fathers are special. <laughs> they are special. Now, now let's, let's look at it in verse 26. It says that, then God said, let us make man in our image, According to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image, and in uh, the image of God, he created him, and the other he created him. When God blessed them, when God said them to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it, and rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And in verse 7 in chapter 2, he goes on to say, Then the Lord God formed man. So we see a breakdown of, of what he actually did when he was forming male and female. It says that he formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils of life. And man became a living being. So God says that men, fathers especially, God created man first. That makes 
man special. It makes the, the, the male special because he formed him first. And it says that God planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he placed the man whom he had formed. So God gave him some place to be, and out of the ground, God calls to grow every tree that is pleasing to the sight of food. And so God provided for the man fruit. I mean, it's so, so, so good that he, he provided all this for man. And then he said, that I want you to cultivate this garden. Then he went from there, and he told man uh, what he wanted him to do. He wanted him to cultivate it, he wanted him to keep it. He said, look, what I want you to do is, uh, you can eat out of every tree of, the, uh, 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 of this garden, but you cannot eat out of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So isn't God so good that he gives instructions? Because uh, who wants to be disciplined for something that you haven't been told? So God created man so special. Then he says that after he formed the beast of the field and every all the cattle and everything, he, he brought everything to the man and had the man to name them. It's so special that he, he gave him the privilege of naming everybody. Then he also fashioned the woman out of the rib of the man. And so the man said in verse 23, he said, This is now born of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. So God gave man the privilege of naming the woman, his, his helper, a woman. God says that men following you are so special to him that he gave you first. He formed you first, and he, he gave you up to his name everything. He gave you a help of super for you. What more can God do to show you how special you are to him? Every father. That way, because he says be fruitful and multiply. So obviously, obviously um, you're going to be the father of every living person that, that becomes into the earth. You are special to God. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Let me tell you another reason I know it, that you are so special, so, so special, not just a little bit special, but special before God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, he says that, verse 1, be imitators of me just as I am of Christ. And this is Paul saying that I want you to be an example. I want you to be an example to those who you are around, who you are mentoring, because the ones I'm mentoring, I want them to be imitators of me, but I am also mentoring. I'm, I'm imitating Christ, God. Verse 2. Now I praise you because you remember me in everything and hold firmness to tradition, just as I delivered them to you. Verse 3. But I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man. And the man is the head of woman. And God is the head of Christ. In other words, God shows you you're so special by giving you headship. Headship is a God thing. Headship is not a, a man thing. Headship is, headship is not something that, that who, who's the strongest? Who's the most intelligent? Who's the most educated? No, no, it doesn't have anything to do with 
Education doesn't have anything to do with intelligence. It has something to do with what God said. God said that the husband's going to be the head of the woman and of his wife, and he said that Christ, of course, has a head the Father. Everybody has a relationship. So I want you to know how special you are, fathers, to God that he gave you headship. But you can do this thing. You can do this thing. And then I, I, can, I can tell you and attest to you that it's not an easy thing when God has said, you are the head of a woman. And so therefore, I want you to take that role. That is not an easy position to take. Especially in my situation, it was not an easy thing to take because I was not a Christian. And I was supposed to lead a, 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 my wife. And I didn't know how to do that thing. So most people don't know how to do it. And I tell you, God says that we're the head if you're a father, and therefore you can do this thing. You got it. You got it. You can do it. You can do it. I want you to know that. Let's go to another thing. Now you know that God is special. That's one. You know that you're special. I'll give you a couple of scriptures. I can give you so many, but I'm not interested in this anything in scripture, I just want to let you know that God says you are special, Brian, because you're a father. You are special to him. And every single father, you're special to him. He shows you. Now, you got this. You got this. Why do you have Why do you have this thing? Is it because you are larger than Victoria that you can have this thing? Or is it because it's a God thing that you have this thing? Well, I think and I know that scripturally you got it, and I can I can prove to you that you got it. I mean you got it. You got it. Look at this. I'll just go to Philippians chapter four. I'll just go there verse thirteen. Oh, you got this thing. Ooh, you got this thing. I'm telling you. You got it, man. You got it. Now, this is talking about, in the backdrop of it, is a circumstance in which the church was, the Philippine church was able to start giving again to the man of God. But then he makes a statement that's profound because he knew how to get along with humble situations as well as with prosperity. Verse 13 explains it. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ, King James said, who strengthens me. I know you got this thing. I know you got this thing. And I know if you are a male and you want to uh, one day marry, you got this thing. Because God has said, that you can do all things through him, through Christ, who strengthens you. Now, the video, the video was just saying that the father, they, they, they were encouraging their children that they got this, but that's not going far enough for me. For me, is you have this because you can do all things through Christ 
was internship. I know that you got this thing because the scripture says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And you say, well, does that mean everything that means I can drop off a building uh, or I can dive into water and land on my head and not get hurt? Well, we know that you don't take God. We know that you don't take scripture out of context. We know that you can apply scripture to different places, but you can't apply in ignorance. So therefore, we know that you can do all things that Christ has given you to do through him who strengthens you. You can do what God has called you to do. If God called you into headship, why would he not give you the, the, all the tools and everything you need to be the head? He wouldn't do that. So that's why you can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's uh, uh, what I had to say when, when I gave my life to Christ, but still I didn't know anything, didn't know the Bible, didn't know anything about anything. Even though I've been to church, I still didn't know anything. And I had to leave spiritually. I had to pray. It's a prayer with your wife. Why would I want to pray out loud with my wife when I don't know any prayers? When I don't feel, when I don't feel, um, uh, you know, like I have the ability to do that. Am I the only one in here that, that you don't, you don't feel like you're up to being a spiritual head? Your wife knows more scripture. She, she's been in the church longer. She's been in Christianity longer. She can, she's spiritual and, and, and you're not spiritual. But you're called to be the head, the spiritual head of that family. You feel like you can't do it. I tell you today that you got this because you can do it through Christ who strengthens you. Let's get another scripture. John 15, the Gospel of John 15, let's go there. In John 15, verse 5. I know you can do this thing. I know you got it without any problem because it says in verse 5, I am the vine. This is Jesus. You are the branches. So here we have analogy. He who abides in me and I am him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do Nothing. So that tells me that I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because without Christ, I can do nothing. Apart from Christ, I can do nothing. But with Christ, I can do anything. All things are possible. Because I believe that He has ordained me to do it. God has ordained every single male who becomes a father to be able to do this through him. Only through him. Only through him. Let's look at another one. John 16, 23. Um, 23, he says, In that day, you will not question me about anything. Is Jesus talking? Truly, truly, I say to you, if you ask the Father for
For anything in my name, he will give it to you. So therefore, God is saying, Father, if you like, if you don't have the ability, if you don't have the, because the, you, haven't, you haven't been taught how to lead spiritually, you just come to the Father and ask the Father in my name, Father, I need to lead spiritually in my household. I need to lead my children spiritually. Will you help me? I tell you, it says that he will give it to you. That's what it says. So I know you got this, Father, because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I know you got this because you're in Christ, and you're in Christ, that means that, that you can do nothing apart from him, that means you can do it. If you ask, and I know we don't have all these proud, proud fathers in here that think they know everything, we have humble uh, parents in here, humble husbands in here, humble fathers who said, God, help me. Because I can't do this apart from you. That's why I know, without a fact, without a doubt, without a doubt, that you got this. That's how I knew. Not because the video said something. Not because you're so good. Not because your wife is so weak. Not because your personality is an A-type personality, or a D-type personality, where you dominate, you, you're very direct and everything, and, and your, your wife is, is so big and she just follows everything you say. She says, oh, yes, honey. No, it's not because of that, that you, you will lead your woman. No, because, <laughs> because that doesn't have anything to do with spiritual. Nothing to do with spiritual. This is because God has a name you do. You got this in You got this, Father. You got it. Now, let's look at the last thing. What do you have? And I said, okay, you got this. Is it just you do? Skateboard, you can search, you can. No, uh uh-uh. No, you got the spiritual thing. You got you got this what God has called you to do. I can concentrate on a lot of different things, but I want to concentrate on just one set of scriptures that tells us some of everything that Paul's really want to do. Let's go to Ephesians. Now we'll start backwards. Instead of forward, we'll start backwards. So let's go to Ephesians chapter six, verse eighteen. I'm going to work my way back to the beginning. To back to the So we're in Ephesians 6. 18. It says, With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and will this in view be on alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Now, fathers, this is where we're starting back backwards, but this is the end result. This is you have to be on alert. You have to be on alert. So what do you have? When I say, fathers, you got this. You got this. What am I saying? You can be on alert. You can have your spiritual antenna up. So that Anything that comes in the spiritual realm, you already tuned into it. You got this. That's what you have. You see, Adam 
had that too. But he didn't follow through with what he was supposed to do. Because Jesus, God told him, hey look, I'm putting you in this garden and I want you to cultivate it and I want you to keep it. I will give you this woman who is your helper suitable for you. You keep her. Well, he didn't. He allowed some spirit in that garden to start messing with his wife, his helper suitable for him. And then, in my opinion, he got weak like milk toast, like a piece of toast you just put in milk. It's, it's no more good when it's, when it's in milk, soaked in milk. You can think about it, you don't have no toast. And Eve says, hey, I've been in this group. Here, you take it a bite too. And milk toast Adam did. He did. I don't know what he was afraid of. I guess he was afraid of, oh, if I lose you, it's going to be me and the animals. I don't know what he was afraid of. Sometimes we as men, we're afraid of the men. Come on now, we're afraid sometimes that if we don't do what our wives tell us to do, then we're going to be up the creek without a paddle with a hole in our boat. Come on, man. Sometimes we're like that. I might not eat them. She might tell me to you know, cook my own. God says you got this. You can have your spiritual antennas up. See, he didn't know that it, that it snake, the serpent, who was being influenced by uh, 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 the devil, had been messing with his wife. Father, we have to be aware spiritually what's happening to our wives, what's happening to our children, because the enemy has not gone away. He's not been put in chain for a thousand years yet. So therefore, let me tell you, he's alive, and he's out here, and he's roaming around like a roaring lion, signaling he may vow, don't let him get into your house. You got this now. You got this. You can do this. That's one of the things that you have. That's what God has ordained us to do. Why would He give us a, a helpmate? Why would He call us to, to uh, reproduce? Why would He say, go replenish the earth? Why would He say that? And then don't equip us, don't equip us to take care of our family, our children, spiritually. Say, just have his way with him. Why would he do that? Wouldn't do that. Fathers, you got to. You got to. Give me another thing. Let's go to another thing. Let's go, we're going to work it back. Ephesians 10, Ephesians 16. Finally, he says, be strong in the Lord. And so he tells us, Father, be strong in the Lord in the strength of his strength. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand against the schemes of the devil. So he says, okay, you got an enemy. I want you to be alert. In the meantime, 
Why he's not with you, and why he's not coming, why he's not messing with you. I want you to be strong in me, and I want you to put on my armor. And my armor consists of, it says in verse 14, stand firm, therefore having your laws good about with truth. Have on the verse of the righteousness. Our feet shall be preparation of God's peace. In addition, addition taking on the shield of faith. Which will be extinguished all the fire and uh, arrows of the evil one. Put on the heaven of salvation, the soul of the spirit, which is the word of God. In other words, he's telling us, hey, this is the armor, put it on, because that's the only way you're going to be strong to stand against the schemes of the devil. You've got this man, but we've got to have on this armor to have it. We cannot have on our, our just put on our clothes in the morning. And we think we look good, we look in the mirror, you know, we say, okay, this is it, I got this thing, you know, we're going out. We don't have no armor on. We are naked. We got on clothes, but we don't have on no, we don't have on no spiritual clothes. We don't have on no spiritual clothes. Oh, when the enemy sees us, he says, oh, look at that naked fool. You know, look at him. Foolish, I mean, you know, I mean, this is about He's the wise and the fool, right? Okay, look at him. He's not wise. He doesn't have on his armor. And then the unclean spirits, they, they, they want to jump on us. And they want to jump on our, our mates. We can't do anything because we don't have the sword of the spirit. We don't know the word of God. We can't speak it. We don't have the faith in it. See, we've we, we got to have that. See, our Lord is very about the truth. That's the word of God. His word is truth. He said, everything about the armor is, is, is the word of God. Righteousness, his righteousness. Everything, the soul of the spirit, that's the word of God. Everything is doing with the word of God. So we have to be in the word, man, to have it. When I say, you got this. You got this. I mean, you, you got the word. And the word has to be in you. It can't just be, you know, in your, uh, what do you call those things? I pay. Cell phone. Because by the time you look at the cell phone, let me, let me go to my Bible apps, you know, and you done knock the cell tower down. You don't have no, you don't have no signal. Your Wi-Fi going out. By the time you unplug it and try to get the thing back on, you done got your, got your child. No, we're going to be ready. We're going to be ready. You got this, you got this father. You got it, Jesse. You got it. You both got to have on his own. Got to have on his own. Okay? Got to be alert. Got to have on armor. Let's go back a little further. 6 1. It says, Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with the promise, so that it will be well with you, that you may live long on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Oh, you got this, man. You got this. He's already told the children what to do. Honor your father. Honor your father. Honor your father. Honor your father. Then he tells the father, hey, you got this now. God, I want you to instruct them about me. Instruct them about me. He says, the city what says? He says, don't provoke them to, to, to anger because, see, you provoke somebody to anger. If you don't teach them the word of God, but you you direct them, tell them what to do, you're not in the word of God, 
And so therefore, what you tell them what they need to do, that doesn't go. It does not go. I'm going to tell you, the only way you're going you're gonna to lead children and to do something they don't want to do is they've got to see that you are a man of God and that you're telling them what God said. You don't tell them that I said to do this. No, God said to do this. So that's what I used to tell my girls all the time. Hey, y'all want you to know one scripture. That's all you had to know. Oh, oh, this is the Obey. That's it. That's all you had to do. Obey. <laughs> Children obey your parents. And so I said, you don't have to do a lot. I said, all of the world with you. You live long on the earth. It's all the time. It's going to be my house, and we're going to serve the Lord. That's what I tell you. So when I'm with this one, I said, sweetheart, I don't want to listen. Oh, I don't want to spank you. But God has said in His Word that if you stand apart, you don't love the child, you know. I love you, sweetheart. Oh, I got you, baby. I mean, you got to tell me the words. Tell me the words then. And you feel something? You know, are, you, are you glad I did it? Are you glad I saw Scott Are you just glad that would be you? You got to use the word of God. Got to use the word of God. Fathers, you got this. You got this. He's already told the, the, the children what to do. I already told them. It's not, a, it's not a child in here that is just said, hey, I don't honor you. I'm not going to obey you. Right? Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him, I will obey you. I will honor you. Yeah. Yeah, she'll do that. All she's looking for is leadership, right? Lead spiritual, Dad. Lead spiritual. Lead spiritual. I will follow. Yeah. We got some... You know, spiritual children in here. Spiritual children. Hell yeah. Let's work backwards. Chapter 5, verse 22. This is what it says. Wives, be subject to your own husbands in the Lord. As to the Lord, it says. As to the Lord. It did not say, Wives, be subject to to your husband, your own husband, because they are so happy. They are so smart. It doesn't say anything like that. Did it? Why do you be subject to your husband's wives? Be, because the Lord says so. I mean, that's what it says. Because the Word of God tells me to. God says so. That's why I do it. That's why I do it. It makes it easy if I if I am a spiritual leader. It makes it easy, you know, if, if I am doing what I'm supposed to do. But even if I'm not, still, whenever it's called to be subject to me, as unto the Lord, as unto the Lord, as you would be to the Lord. And it says, for the husband is the head of the wife. Remember, First uh, Corinthians eleven, uh, one, two, three. As Christ is also the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body, but as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wise be subject in how many things? Hmm? Everything. In everything. Everything. Now, yeah, we'll qualify everything. The line is drawn on everything. 
if that husband crossed that line into sin, that's into sin, you don't do it. You follow what God says and not what the husband says. That's what God means when he says everything. You know God will tell you, hey, follow your husband. If he asks you to sin, sin! I protect your sin. I mean, there's a teaching like that. I'll leave you. He just do what your husband tell you to do. If he tells you to uh, uh, just jump out of the building, jump, jump, jump. And God, God will bang you up in his, on his, in his hand when he's bang you Hey, you know, if you don't fool, I'm telling you, don't be if he's not going to bang you up, you don't cross that line, why? There's not a husband in here going to tell his wife to do something crazy. No. Because they know the wife will tell me. Let it happen too. I had to say, You asked him to do what? <laughs> you sh- oh, shame on you, man. Well, I don't do no more. Right? Okay, good. Let's go a little bit further. Husbands. Love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave you himself up for it. So that he might sanctify her. Having cleansed her by the washing of the water of the word. That he might present to himself the church in all her glory. Having no spot or wrinkle or innocence, but that she would be holy and blameless. Fathers, you are called by God to watch your wife with the word of the word. You are called by God to bring her up and present her to her Jesus without spotting You are supposed to create an environment for your wife to be all that she is called to be in God. That's what, that's what kind of environment we're supposed to have for our wife. That she, will, she, she can be everything that God has called her to be. And bold and all this, I mean, nothing should be like it. Because if Christ presents us as a church before God without spot or wrinkle, it says that, husband, you're supposed to do the same thing. That's what we're supposed to do. You got this, man. You can do it. You can do it because God has already told the wife, I want you to submit to the husband and everything. He tells you that, hey, it's so hard. Do you have a divorce time? You don't have a divorce time. Look, let me tell you, I'll take the kid. I'll do the dishes. You go, you, you go, uh, and, and get in the words. She's supposed to do what? Be subject to him, right? Because it's not, it's not sin. Is it? And she said, no, I don't want to get in the words. I, I, no, 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 no. You know, I, I T-bow, uh, um, soap opera, I'm going to go watch that. <laughs> You keep the kids, you, you, you watch the dishes, I'm going to go, no, 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 This is what we do. He's already told the wives to obey. Is that correct? To be something. He's already told the wives to obey. But she's looking for a husband that, that will give his people from being propped up and then go do something with the kids and watch the dishes so she can have some quiet time. Right? Because she's been with the kids all day, all the time. So she's been working all day and come home and got to do the kids, got to watch them, got to watch them, do the bad and everything, got to get the homework all right, make sure everything's there. And then you sit down, come on. No, uh uh-uh. uh, no, no, no. You make provision for that wife 
to be all that God has called her to be. And she can't be what God has called her to be. And she doesn't have on her arm. Because when you're away from home, you have given her the instructions and you have delegated authority to her. I want you to do this, I want you to do this, I want you to do this. Don't you know that Emma will come in that house while you are gone if she doesn't have on her arm? Oh, yes. As Eve. As Eve. Guaranteed that it will come while you're gone and he will, he, he will mess with your wife. He will mess with your children. You're supposed to uh, 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 bring your children up in a nurturing ambulance for the Lord. You're supposed to make sure they're in His Word. They have a devotion time. They have scripture memorization. So they're supposed to have this thing down because He says, children, obey your parents. He says, bring them up in a nurturing ambulance for the Lord. You got this in here. You got this because you can do all things through Christ as Christ as you. You, you, I mean, all you have to do is you don't have it. You say, I can't do this thing, man. Uh, I don't know enough scripture. Ask God. Hey, God, help me. I don't know anything. He said, you can ask him to say my name. You know, ask for my name. He'll give it to you. You got this thing, man. You can do this thing. I don't care what, how low you know. I don't care if you are not even born again yet. You'll get born again today, and you can start this thing, and you'll be a spiritual giant. Because when I started, I told you I knew nothing, absolutely nothing. Minerva the household spiritually, and therefore, when I came to Christianity, she led me. She led me to church. She led me everything that I did spiritually. She led. She led. And I thought, I'm going to leave. And then I got to leave. So I'm going to leave, sweetheart. I'm going to leave. So therefore, hey, you do this. She said, hey, you, you got to speak this shit wrong. But I you got some sense, you know? <laughs> okay. So I had to give her some sense. Somebody had to teach me what, what leadership is, spiritual leadership. And so I started on a journey. And, I, and I'm, still, I'm still on a journey. I have not arrived. So therefore, I'm telling you, you can do this thing, but I guarantee you, God gave me the ability to catch up and surpass her because he had to work for me, but he had to work for her. I try to create an environment and make sure that whatever her gifts are, she can use them. She can use them. She can use them. She's she's prophetic. She is uh, she's a giver. And 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 I mean, I tell you, I give her I give her free reign and give, let her give. Matter of fact, uh, Saturday morning. See, Saturday morning, yesterday morning, she said, hey, we woke up, she said, hey, I got an idea. Okay, what is it? It's a God idea. Oh, it is. Obviously. I would, uh, let's give something to the police. Um, police in the city. Hey, we don't have this one. This is what we want to do. The church needs to be out there in the community doing something. So I want you to give donuts to the community. You got donuts for your men. Give donuts to, to the policemen. They're going to be working, trying to protect us, and you're not even looking out for them. Come on, give them something. I said, well, you got to put in an order. And then you got to put in a whole order ahead of time. I already put the church order in. Okay. All right. Because I'm teaching on faith, right? And without words of dead. So that part's okay. So, the policemen of uh, Chestnut Hill uh, Baker, they gave us four dozen donuts free. Free! I mean, free! <laughs> then we got uh, one dozen from the donut shop over here, and, and two dozen from Kroger. We gave them seven, seven uh, 
dozen donuts, we gave them apples, oranges, bananas, and whenever I took it down there, presented it to the police department, and, and I, I, I saw the police on, on the street, hey, hey, he starts to say, look, where's the police station? Because I was down there by the West Street, and, and they said, no, it's not there, it was locked. He said, go down a little further and go down the steps. I said, okay. And he said, well, what church is this? I said, it's Cornerstone. Oh, I know what it is. Uh, do you know that the, we had a policeman? He took his break at night during shift. In our parking lot, he was doing that. Uh, we, had, we, had, we had to call one here because we had people using our Wi-Fi there for me. Matter of fact, uh, sometimes people have to move to the door. We had people, we had a fellow coming in here, getting our sound room, and, 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 and do this thing on, on his computer. Yeah. And then one day, all the was locked. <laughs> and uh, so Brandon called me, and I got, so called the police. They came. They had jumped on the spot. I mean, we got people that, but we got policemen that are working right now, but they're eating donuts. <laughs> 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 and that, that's you. That, I mean, you, you've done that. So uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you've got this thing. You've got this thing. You can do this thing. Uh, well, we have to listen to our wives. They, they, they're very smart. We, we can't think we're, hey, I'm the head of the thing. I don't have that. If I didn't think of it, it must not be God. Come on. Come on. Our wives hear from God, don't they? And it is. And so, therefore, men, you, I'll tell you, you got this thing. You got it. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.